Welcome to Unshakable with Human Design, the show dedicated to helping entrepreneurs use human design to shift from hustle to flow without sacrificing results. Come here to become an unshakable human and build an unshakable business according to your human design. I'm your host, Nicole Lano. Hello and welcome to Unshakable with Human Design, everybody. We are here with a solo episode. I am going to be talking about masculine and feminine energy. Now, a lot of people sell this stuff one side or the other. If you think about it, you're probably being sold this stuff right now. You see things online that tell you that you need to max out your efforts, show up more, do the 75 hard. I have a friend that's doing 75 hard right now. It's super masculine. The programs that tell you my 10-day launch strategy that you repeat every four weeks for the rest of your life will make you a million dollars. Or my evergreen massive cash injection funnel is what you need. They're selling all of this stuff. Can you tell which one that is? Can you tell which energy that falls under? I bet you can. It's the masculine side, right? We have the masculine side. And then we have the feminine side. The feminine side is teaching you to become magnetic, expand your energy, write content in a bubble bath, orgasms equal sales. That stuff falls into the feminine side. And what happens is when things aren't working, we tend to think that one thing needs help because we don't know which one we need more of. So whichever person has the testimonials that are speaking to us at that moment, we're like, oh, I want that result. I'll go for it. And truthfully, the masculine stuff typically has more plausible copy to read. Their arguments feel a little bit more like what makes sense to us. So we can gravitate toward those and we can say, I believe that a LinkedIn strategy will get me more sales more than I believe orgasms will. Or human design. I look at human design as falling into both categories a bit, but it definitely leans more on the feminine side because it is teaching you how to work with your energy. It's not a direct to sale thing. So which one do we need? The truth is that we need both. We need the masculine and the feminine. You can't be successful and happy only doing one. Now, which one do you need? That's a different story. Because it depends on where have you put your emphasis before, but also your human design, your type, and many other factors in your human design chart can tell you which ones will probably benefit you the most. Now, it's not hard and fast rules. Maybe you've done a lot of work on the energetic side and you have lots of feminine energy and you feel really in tune with that. You might need some strategic help. You might benefit from embracing some masculine energy practices. We need both. My very good friend, Jen Conger, she's always like, we need the divine masculine. It's not just masculine energy. We need the divine masculine. And I couldn't agree more. You can't just have one side. You can't be 100% one and none of the other in a traditional role in life. Typically, we need both. We need to do things and we need to receive things. So in this episode, what I'm going to break down for you is how to bring these energies into balance using human design and how to tell which one of these you might need more emphasis on. Because when we have both of these in balance, we just become more productive and more in flow. Typically, we feel like we have to sacrifice one for the other, but that's not true. It's about balancing 
the masculine and feminine sides of our businesses, of our lives, of our energy to be more in flow while still achieving results. So if that interests you, I encourage you to please listen to the rest of this episode. But also, if you know that you want this right away, we have a free guide for you. We have what I call the Human Design Flow Ductivity Guide. These are five pieces of human design that I feel really stand out as far as balancing, making you more productive while remaining in flow. And you can get that by going to my Instagram, DMing me on Instagram. I'm at Nicole Lano official. DM me on Instagram, the word productivity, and we will send you that guide. Or you could go to NicoleLano.com forward slash podcast links and we will, and, and you can grab that over there. All of our guides and everything are set up on that page. You can always go to that page and see what we are promoting webinars, workshops, anything that we have going on, you can get to right there. If you want to book a reading, we have all of that on there. All of those links is a great place to start. All right. So let's dive into this episode where we're going to teach you how you can use your human design chart to help you understand which side are you maybe leaning too hard on or which one are you neglecting or which one needs a little bit more love, right? So let's first start by breaking down the difference between masculine and feminine energies. I gave you those examples of how you're seeing it out in the world, and they were extreme examples. There are less extreme examples, but those are some examples of ways that people sell stuff to you on one side or the other. Now, the masculine tends to be specific, more action-oriented, strategic, and consistent. These are qualities of masculine. Now, these are not bad things. Being specific, not bad. Being action-oriented, not a bad thing. Being strategic, good. Consistent, excellent. But when we lean on those things and they're not natural for us, and they start to become a shadow of us chasing something, maybe because we are built more feminine, we need to find new ways to work with them. We need to find new ways of being consistent. We have to redefine what consistent means for us. We have to decide when we need to be strategic and when we do not. I have an open Ajna center. I am not naturally strategic in my thinking, but I have the 2644 channel, so I can be very tactical and strategic in the way that I set things up. So many ways of looking at this, and human design gives a little glimpse into it. Now, I'm going to give high-level examples in here because I'd need to look at your entire chart, like in a reading or in a close container like my mastermind, to be able to tell you what your exact pieces are. But you can get a lot from the high-level information that I'm going to break down for you. So let's continue and break down what feminine energy looks like. Feminine energy is more passive, more adaptive, flowing, open receiving. So when we hear about these programs that teach us how to expand our energetic container, that's feminine. Now, the reason why I think people are getting such great results, and I got such great results out of going into feminine practices, more energetic practices, and working with energetic work is one, the world is built to promote the masculine stuff. We live in a pretty masculine world and women are just starting to have real influence in the world now. So we're starting to see this stuff become more mainstream. 
But with, with us growing up in such a masculine society where action is valued, strategy is valued, going after things, being consistent, all of these themes, particularly for those of us who are not built 90% masculine, it doesn't feel natural and it can be highly conditioning, which conditioning causes us to burn out. It causes us to have pain in our bodies, to have anguish in our minds and our hearts because we feel inadequate. We feel like we're not enough because we can't keep up with everybody else. I lived in the masculine world. I was on Wall Street for seven years. That is masculine territory, let me tell you. That's Boys Town. And it's very much go, go, go all the time, very strategically focused. And I thrived there as far as what I achieved, but I did not thrive there as a human. So if you're listening to this and you're living in the masculine world and you don't have necessarily as much of a choice over the structure of that, then bringing these practices into your own life will help you. It will help you navigate that world because you're not going to identify with it so much. You're not going to be sucked in the same way. And that's the change, right? That's the difference. That's what balance is. I'm going a little bit off on a tangent, but I think that it helps to understand this. Conditioning is when we are not something and the outside world, a person, a message, a an institution, a government comes in and tells you it should be this way where you pick up on the vibration that it should be this way and you're getting swept up in it. It's not you, but you start to do it and you start to live in alignment with what is not you, with what the outside world tells you. That is what conditioning is. So naturally, when you start to decondition, you stop getting swept up in that stuff and balance returns. That's the high level of how human design helps with this in particular, helps to make you more productive because you're not operating on somebody else's rules. You're not operating by somebody else's structure and path. It's your own. That's what human design has to offer. So let me tell you about the areas of human design that have these similar concepts of masculine and feminine. Now, if you're listening to this and you're hearing this and you're saying, I've studied human design and doesn't say in any of the books or Ra didn't say that this was a masculine thing. This is my interpretation from my audience. So. Let me just say that this is how I look at it. And it has helped me a lot in my translation of the human design information for people to really understand it and really be able to use it. So masculine, feminine, you may or may not hear other people refer to these things this way. This is my way of explaining it analogies, if you will. So here we go. Now my little PSA there. So. Let me give you these three main areas that human design has these similar concepts of masculine and feminine. And you can take what I explained to you and look at your chart and then see, do I end up feeling like I'm much more masculine or much more feminine or am I somewhere in between? Now, the reason that I ask that, I want you to assess that for yourself. Is it masculine or feminine? Because I have a friend that came to me and she's like, I have to get more in my feminine. And I'm like, why do you say that? And she's like, I just do. And I couldn't really get a clear answer out of her. And her chart is very masculine focused. And I said, those practices are wonderful for you to incorporate and see what works for you, feminine practices. But don't go down that rabbit hole thinking that 
you need something totally based on what somebody else told you. What do you feel that you really need? When I pressed her on it, I was like, does the work feel like too much? Do you feel like you're going too hard? Does it feel? And she's like, no, I just feel like I should be doing this other stuff. Everybody says that it, it helps them. I'm like, well, you can try them, but don't feel like that has to be true for you because it, it wouldn't surprise me if those practices aren't the things that really fulfill you. That a lot of the other things that you're doing probably feel better to you and nurture you more just with the way that you're built. So let's talk about what those areas are and how you can assess them for yourselves and, and take a look at them. The first is very simple. Defined versus undefined. For those of you who are new, if you have your chart in front of you, anything that you see in your chart that's colored in is known as defined. Defined is consistent. Defined means it is consistent to you all the time. It means that it's something that you transmit. It means it's more active. Now, how does that translate? Feels more masculine, right? So anything you see on the chart that is colored in a gate, a center, a channel, if you see it colored in, then that would have a slightly more masculine tinge. It's going to be stuff that you're putting out in the world, whether you try to or not. It'll be stuff that naturally you transmit. Other people feel it when they are around you or when they are experiencing you. Now, undefined is anything that you see that's white on the chart. If you see it and it's white, then it is what we call undefined. And we would use the keynotes of that being an inconsistent energy for you, not meaning you do not have it. I'm going to be very clear. You have it. It's just going to come on and it's going to come off. You're going to have it sometimes, but you won't have it all the time. It's going to be inconsistent. It's going to be a little bit more flowy. It's going to be more receptive. The other was transmitting. This is more receptive. It's more passive. So undefined is going to be associated a bit more with how we look at feminine energy. So if we think about that, you want to be putting out the stuff that you are consistent with naturally. And you want to be laying back in the areas and the themes where you are inconsistent, where you're more passive and receiving. Because if you're acting out of the areas where you're supposed to be more passive, you're not going to be available to receive, are you? And that's your gift. So it helps us to see it this way. It helps us to look at these areas and see how we can balance that for ourselves. And the next area in human design of this masculine-feminine theme, the energy types. So we all know that there are five types in human design. Generators, manifesting generators, manifestors, projectors, and reflectors. Now, the first three that I mentioned, generators, manifesting generators, and manifestors. This is what we call energy types. They're energy types. That does not mean that the others do not have energy. It's just these are traditional human design terms. Generators, manifesting generators, manifestors are energy types. Energy types are going to have a bit more of that masculine flow to them because there's more doing and they have motor centers defined. Now, if you have a motor center defined, it means that that's an area where you create, you're the source of that energy. It's consistent in you. That energy is always moving. The other centers don't create energy if they're not a motor center. The motor centers are the root center, the, the sacral center, the ego, 
and the emotional solar plexus. Those four centers are motors. So if you are an energy type, there's going to be more outward movement with the way that you interact with your life. You're going to be doing more. There's going to be more action in your experience. Now, if you're a non-energy type, and again, that does not mean that you do not have energy. It just means that those motors are not connected in the same way. You're not generating that same energy. You're not a sacral being and you don't have a motor to the throat. Okay. So the non-energy types, those are going to be the projectors and the reflectors. Now you can be an energy projector. We're not going to get into that level of detail here, but in general, projectors are going to be more receptive and reflectors. You guys are here to take in the outside world. You're not here to be running and putting stuff out all the time. Reflectors, you're here to take in the whole. You're here to take in a large amount of frequency information and understand it. Projectors, you're here to focus and take in the energy of the other person. So more receptive there. It's important to know this because if you're pushing too hard out of the masculine, you can't really be in alignment with your natural number one gift, which is to be in alignment with your type. And then the last piece is the arrows. So the arrows, the variables at the top of the chart, the arrows either face left or they face right. If you don't have a chart that has arrows on it, some places make you pay for it. You can download a free advanced chart on our website at nicolano.com forward slash chart. Again, that's also at that podcast links page. So if you go to that one, you can download the free guide. You can run your chart. You book a reading. All of that stuff is on that page. But if you don't have a chart with four arrows on it, then please run it on our site so you have it and you can see what I'm talking about here. So the arrows either face left or they face right. If it's a left facing arrow, that is more active strategic, focused, and this is where it would be more masculine. I did do an episode a while back on what the arrows mean. So if you're interested in that, take a look and and go find that episode. I wish I knew the number. I didn't plan to mention it. So apologies that I don't have the episode number handy for you. But the left-facing arrow, more masculine, more active, more strategic. It's going to go after things. It's going to be more in tune with taking action. And then the right-facing arrows are going to be more feminine and passive, receptive. So the arrows are going to be more about the way that you interact with your environment, the way you perceive the world, the way that your brain and mind function. So you might find that you're trying to put out lots of content. You might feel like you're trying to put out a lot of information. If you have those right-facing arrows on the top in your design, that might be difficult for you and you have to come at it a different way. Rather than ramming your head up against the wall all the time, if you know these things about yourself, you can realize, oh, I don't have to ram my head into that wall. I can just walk this way and get to where I'm going through a different path. That's the beauty of this. And that's why balance matters. That's why when somebody tells you, that this is the way to do something. Well, maybe, maybe not. It depends. Are they like you? Are they built like you in that particular way or are they not? Have they tested that with lots of people or is that how they got it done? Which is valid for them. 
but maybe not valid for you, maybe not so helpful for you. So this is the beauty of knowing your design and having a connection to the way that you're built and honoring who you are. I hope that you found this episode helpful. I hope that this inspired you to become productive on your terms, to get results in a way that is in alignment for you. And of course, your strategy and your authority is always going to be guiding you to the right things that are correct for you. So I hope that you're at least doing that. And please go download the guide. DM me productivity on Instagram. I'm at Nicole Lano official or go to that nicolelano.com forward slash podcast links page. Download the productivity guide. We have lots of things over there as well. If you want to dive into something else, you can run your chart there as well. So go check that out. Thank you for being here. Thank you for coming. I am so grateful for you. I appreciate you more than I could ever say. So thank you. Thank you for making it all the way to the end of the episode. Remember, in order to have an unshakable business, you must first become an unshakable human. So thank you for letting us help you on your journey of becoming unshakable with human design, everyone. We will see you next time. If you love this episode and you're a fan of the show, please show us the love on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to the show and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with other entrepreneurs on their human design journey, join our free Facebook community, Human Design for Entrepreneurs. Go to nicolelano.me forward slash podcast links to join the group, book a human design reading with me, or access our free human design resources. We'll see you there.